All right, everybody. So we're talking season four, episode season one, episode four, Aliens of London. And uh, this was this is a two part episode, but you know we'll be doing it in two parts as well. And I'm just watching the recap where Rose does a slow motion run into the TARDIS, but then this episode opens back in Rose's neighborhood. And the TARDIS uh, reappears. There's graffiti and there's paper as it kind of reappears in like a plaza side street. And Rose and the doctor walk out. The doctor's leaning on the uh, TARDIS, crossing his arms. Both are laughing. And Rose is giving him a finger wag, saying, uh, hey, I'll be back. They're going to go see my mom. Yeah, but the doctor's kind of soaking it all in, and he, he's, like, enjoying, I don't know if it's the sunshine or, like, as Rose gives him, like, a wagging finger, like, don't you go anywhere, mister. Uh, his relationship with Rose, but he kind of kicks a can, and then he's walking around, and they see something. He walks with a purpose, and it's a poster of Rose saying, hey, like, uh, anybody uh, have Rose get a hold of me, stat, uh, because the doctor had told Rose, hey, we've only been gone like a week or two. And this is really like uh, where I guess like uh, you really see like there's a lot of emotionally deep moments in uh, in Doctor Who. Uh, and maybe because it's just these four main characters or two main characters and then slowly we're getting to know uh, uh, Jackie Rose's mom and... Uh, uh, Rose's boyfriend, uh, Ricky, Mickey, uh, but the doctor sees something and then Rose walks into her apartment, her mom's apartment. She says, Hey mom, I'm back. Uh, where are where you around? Uh, and mom kind of stares at her in shock, uh, like exhausted shock and drops her coffee cup or her teacup. And then we go back to the doctor who sees, Oh, uh, they say, hey, I haven't seen anybody seen Rose ever give me a call. I haven't talked to her in a year. Then we switch back to mom, who uh, we kind of get more reveals. She, she gives Rose a big hug, says, hey, sweetie cakes. Uh, and we see more and more pictures uh, uh, that mom's been looking. And the doctor runs in. He goes, oh, by the way, we haven't been gone 12 hours. We've been gone 12 months, a whole year. And he kind of laughs. He says, oh, sorry about that. Uh, but you can see kind of. Like, Rose was trying to play it off like she slept over at her best friend's house. Uh, uh, that her mom's, uh, like, uh, not okay with things. That she's been really missing Rose and wondering and not knowing that Rose was uh, traveling through space and time. And then we have the opening. And then we see a kid sprop a plates, uh Spray paints, uh, my handwriting, bad wolf on the TARDIS, uh, and then bikes off. Uh, and I looked up bad wolf, but it was way too much of a reveal. And then Dr. Wow, oh, he is wearing a watch, I noticed. I put question mark. Uh, that, that, that was the first time. His hands are cr- crossed, and uh, Rose and her mom and a Bobby or whatever, like, uh, officer, are kind of discussing things. Rose chewing her nails, uh, and her mom's not happy. She says, well, she, "Rose just uh, uh, she moved up, moved out with this guy, and I don't. I want to know where she's been. Uh, she's really upset. Uh, she goes, you 'She's just been traveling around with this dude. What are you like, forty? I was like, ouch. Uh, I didn't. I didn't appreciate that. Uh, 
And she goes, well, you didn't bring your passport. So obviously you weren't overseas and you're just not telling me the truth. Uh, and then she says, uh, she, she says, like, uh, like, what do you mean? Like, uh, where you been? Whatever. Uh, and the, the policeman goes, uh, what do you mean you two are com- traveling companions? What is it? Because the doctor tries to say, oh, well, I employed Rose as my traveling companion. And uh, uh, the, the, the policeman says, what do you mean? What's a traveling companion? What does that d- define that relationship? Uh, and they both doctor and Rose say, no, no, there's no need to define the relationship. We're just traveling companions. Uh like, uh, like uh, it was, uh, there's maybe some underlying tension we can't identify, but who knows? Uh, and then she goes, what are you, an uh, online doctor? Uh, and he goes, I am a doctor. And she goes, stitch this, mate, which I thought was a great turn of phrase. Uh, then there's a real uh, tender moment in the kitchen with Rose and her mom uh, with real feelings because Rose almost laughed when the doctor got his stitch this, mate. Uh, yeah, but they have this real moment in the kitchen because Rose's mom's like, you know, this is this isolation of not knowing. Uh, and Rose is like, well, I'm feeling an isolation of not being able to tell you where I've been. Uh, so they have this moment where there, there's a gap between them that can't be uh, a gulf that can't be breached or whatever. Uh, then Rose and the doctor are kicking it on a green screen roof. Uh and they're kind of laughing uh, after this emotional moment. Uh, and because uh, the mom's like, why don't you just call me and tell me where you were? Uh, and Rose, I mean, basically Rose says, geez, I was traveling time and space. I didn't think I'd be gone a year. I thought I'd be back in 12 hours. But then they're kind of laughing. Uh, and Rose says, how, how was the last year? The doctor says, middling. And she's like, geez, you're so useless. And the doctor kind of was like, well, Jesus, does this mean you're done traveling with me? And Rose is like, I don't know. Uh, and she goes, and doctor goes, by the way, your mom's not coming. And Rosa laughs. They both laugh. She goes, yeah, no way. The doctor goes, I don't do families. Uh, he goes, I've never been stitched by somebody's mother before. Uh, and they laugh and she's like, quit, quit, quit being a clown. Uh, and then he goes, wait, she goes, wait, you're 900 years old? Uh, and the doctor goes, yeah. And she then she says, it. she goes, that is one heck of an age gap. Uh, she goes, she says, every time I talk to you, it's uh, crazy. She goes, hey, this other thing I miss is having somebody to connect with. Uh, she goes, because I've seen all this wacky stuff like aliens, and I'm the only person on Earth that knows they exist. And then... Right after that, uh, an alien spaceship crashes into Big Ben, and Rose and the doctor watch it from the roof. And Rose is like, you got to be kidding me. And it has a truck horn sound effect. Uh, Rose is standing up at that point. Uh, she rubs her wrists sometimes nervously. Uh, yeah, there's a truck horn sound effect with a spaceship with engine trouble, which causes Big Ben trouble, which ends up in the Thames. Uh, uh, R- R- doctor cracks up, uh, then Rose cracks up. Then London, we see London reacting with a lot of bad traffic and Rose and the doctor are running to see what's happening. The doctor is very amused. He's like, this is fantastic. Uh, whole city's gridlocked. Uh, all of London's closing down. He goes, I can't believe I made it to see this. Uh, she goes, did you know what was going to happen? He goes, no. She, he goes, uh, 
and no idea what's happening. He's so pleased. Uh, and he goes, we get to see history happening right in front of us. And she goes, let's go. And he goes, well, traffic's blocked. Uh, she goes, take the TARDIS. He goes, yeah, no, I don't want people taking the tar- noticing the TARDIS. Uh, uh, this is just when people notice stuff, uh, when history's being made. And she goes, well, we could do what everybody else does when history's happening. And he, we could watch it on TV. And he gives a quizzical look. And then they cut to, like, a TV montage of BBC uh, News 24. And, uh, the, the, like, uh, the doctor kind of watching TV alone. Then we see, like, a U.S. show. And they're saying, well, geez, we're like, uh, pretty sure someone was in the craft. And, uh, you know, they're getting they're getting taken care of. AMMN is the U.S. show. And uh, then there's, like, a, b- a bunch of BBC news, like, uh, checking the Thames, uh, checking the ship, uh, and, uh, you know, everybody's, you know, state of, uh, like, uh, figuring it out. Also, they can't find the prime minister right at the wrong time. Uh, the U.S. president, I think, is supposed to address the nation. And Jackie and Rose are watching with the doctor. Uh, the doctor, at one point, he's, like, totally transfixed. His hands on his face. He's uh, totally, uh, like, uh, in the zone. Rose Puffy. Oi, I'm trying to listen. Oh, Rose has a part. Rose's mom has a party. And the doctor's like, Oi, I'm trying to, Oi, I'm trying to listen. However they say that. He's like, be quiet in there. He leans in. Everybody else is like drinking and socializing. Uh, then there's like, he changes the channel. Uh, and we see a UFO cake being made. There's a dog in the background. It's like a cooking show. It's hilarious. And then we see like a toddler has gotten the remote, uh, uh, then general and doctor and formal Allen. Oh, there's a general, uh, with a doctor. Uh, I don't know what formal Allen means. Uh, oh, they're like checking out, uh, the, 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 the alien and saying, okay, like, let's, uh, aliens gone to the big farm, we think, uh, and it's real, uh, the doctor says. And the, the, the general's like, real? And she goes, yeah, totally. He goes, oh, snap. Uh, put it away. We also see it has a snout. snout. Uh, and then this doctor, not the doctor, but this doctor, she says, what about the prime minister? Is that true? He goes, I can't talk about it. Uh, uh, then we see more news at 10 Downing Street. Cinnamon of sugar meets MI guy. I don't know what that means. Uh, chairman of sugar. Uh, I'll follow the dialogue. Uh, meets MI guy with basketball briefcase. Oh, and then we meet Harriet Jones. Uh, so let's see here. Uh, let's see the, the dialogue from that. That'll be interesting. Okay. So we have Joseph green and then there's a junior second, uh, secretary J- Indra. He's in a suit. I, I was calling him the suit. Uh, then there's Harriet Jones. She's the MP for Flydale North. Uh, and she's like, I got a 315 appointment. And, and they get, this is like, there's a couple different points of this is total mansplaining, I think. Because yeah, he goes, she goes, I have an appointment at 315. He goes, yeah. And, and a spaceship crashed in the middle of London. Uh, I think the schedule may have changed. Uh, and he said, that's what people are talking about. They're like, come on, dude. Uh, like, save the snark. Uh, 
Like, shouldn't somebody say, hey, uh, a spaceship just crashed. Can you put the snark to rest, please? And the two dudes walk away from uh, Harriet, uh, and then they talk about it. Uh, this is like this new character who's the, now the acting prime minister. And he also has gas, uh, really bad gas, which becomes an ongoing theme. And then they go, okay, this is, he, he introduces uh, the new prime minister uh, to another woman, uh, Margaret and Oliver. And they say, yeah, we can't find, the prime minister's like, uh, we can't find him. Uh, and they go, okay, let's go into the cabinet room and have a meeting. And then Indra, the secretary, the, who I'm calling the suit, uh, he actually looks good in a suit. The other uh, person with the gas looks gassy in a suit. Uh, but he says, don't forget about the emergency protocols, dude. Uh, you know, this is like the big, the, you know, big plans in this uh, briefcase. And he goes, okay, great. And then he has gas again. And uh, they, they go into the, the cabinet room. And uh, we say, okay, what the heck? Uh, they're all laughing and say, okay, these are some sort of alien conspirators. It's pretty clear, even though they're humans, uh, they're up to something. Uh, let's see, new news, dude. Uh, chairman of Sugar. Maybe he was the chairman of Sugar. That's what his job was before. Uh, uh, I think it was. He's like, it was something like that. Yeah, here's when the, if you want to see the mansplaining, there's a couple other incidents, but this one, that's at 1245, uh, at jerk level, I put, uh, two other politicians, secret allied access codes, uh, then we're at Rose's house, the doctor's trying to sneak away and bolt, uh, he sees a poster of Rose, and Rose comes out, she goes, uh, she suspects something, but the doctor deflects with humor. It was just a little too humor, human in there. He goes, you guys always, like, I'm trying to follow the news. Uh, I'm just going to go for a walk. And Rose goes, you're up to something. And he goes, well, he goes, this is a big day for humanity. First contact. Uh, he goes, I got to stay out of the way for you all to handle it. He goes, this is when the human race grows up. Uh, he goes, this morning you were small and tiny and made of clay. Now you can expand. And he's laughing. And he goes, Rose, go spend history with your mom. And she goes, you're not leaving, really? And he goes, here's my keys. I wouldn't leave. Uh, I'm not up to anything. See you later. And, uh, like, uh, let's see. Rose, there's, there's, and there's a totally WTF moment coming up. Uh, he goes, oh, I'm off on a wander. I liked that. Uh, but then he goes to Bolt anyway. He just goes straight for the TARDIS. There's all these alien uh, well, alien landing people having parties. Then we see Mickey. He's on the roof smelling his uh, football trainers uh, that are, like, in a case on the roof of his apartment building, which is, that was like WTF. Uh, then he spots the doctor and runs after him, but the doctor's already in the tar TARDIS and gone, gone. He goes, oh, my gosh, doctor. Uh, but he, as he runs after it, we see the doctor starting up the TARDIS, uh, you know, spinning, running, pumping, uh, open mouth, staring, uh, getting the energy, getting, gets it going. And Mickey doesn't make it in time. He actually just misses the TARDIS, crashes into a wall, uh, to, to kind of continue his goofiness, uh, 
Tardis trouble the region regional control. Uh, I don't know what that means. We'll see what it means. Uh, you know, the dart, the doctor's in Tardis, uh, and he gets it moving. And uh, let's see. Oh, he has to hit something with a hammer a few times. Uh, and then we see 10 Downing Street. Uh, we're back with Harriet Jones, uh, who gives the suit a cup of coffee. And I really loved this scene. Uh, I put stars, so we'll run through it slow. Uh, there's team, there's charm, and then there's extra aggro mansplaining. And then she has this wonderful look at the end. Uh, and she goes in and sees the briefcase and the secret documents. Uh, but she says, here's some coffee. He goes, yeah, you still can't see anybody. You're not important enough or whatever. She goes, oh, you're seeing through my cunning plan. And he goes, it's not possible for you to talk to the new prime minister. She goes, not even for two minutes. Uh, she goes, I don't get a chance to come here often. I'm just a faithful backbencher. And even though we have this brave new world on our doorstep, uh, there's still, it's probably great. Uh, but ordinary life keeps going. And she goes, I got to enter this paper into like the courts or whatever. And then the um, new prime minister and his two sidekicks go to leave. She goes, oh, Mr. Green, could you put this on the cabinet agenda? And he goes, what is it? She goes, it's for cottage hospitals. Like it worked out a system where they don't need to be excluded from centers of excellence. Uh, you know, Flydale Infirmary. And he goes, by, by, this is the extra, he goes, by all saints, uh, get some perspective, woman, I'm busy. Now, he's not human, but, but he's just a jerk. Uh, and they said, holy cow, she's just trying to, you know, do her job. Uh, and like with this, that's when she goes in and sees the secret papers uh, and the secret plans and it blows her mind. Uh, so it worked out, I guess. Uh, then, uh, a secret briefcase. Then the doctor, not the regular doctor, a, a doctor, uh, the doctor that was working late, uh, she hears a noise, and it's the TARDIS, which is in a storage room behind a bunch of boxes and stuff. Uh, and the doctor comes out with his box, uh, out of the boxes with his screwdriver, and uh, he walks into a room of uh, soldiers who try to bust him. Meanwhile, the the doctor... A doctor that was working with the alien that went to the big farm realizes the alien woke up uh, in the number five. Uh, so she's like, what the heck? And then the doctor tells all the soldiers, defense plan Delta. And then it's action time because number five is alive, just like in the movie. And he's running around. Also, there's a cool flu banner on the wall for, hey, don't get the flu. Doctor's like spread out. Clear this room. Uh, and then he sees the doctor who says, it's, uh, the alien's still here. And the doctor crawls around. He says, hello, it's a pig man in a spacesuit. Uh, and uh, then the pig man in a spacesuit really does go to the big farm. Uh, then we cut back, and uh, Harriet is still reading from the briefcase. Uh, and the general, the big general, is talking to the prime minister and his sidekicks about uh, uh, stuff. And, and the, like, the uh, prime minister's getting all uppity. And the guy goes, you're only prime minister by default, bro. I'm the general. So he goes, I, I could care less. Uh, uh, like, uh, I'm running, like, I'm the military's running the show uh, now. 
And the guy goes, uh, well, you know, maybe not. Uh, this is fun. And they go, yeah, yeah, this job is fun. And then they're gassy again. And the sidekicks are doing it. Uh, and the general goes, where's the rest of the cabinet? They're supposed to be here according to the protocols. And they go, oh, no, no, no more cabinet. Uh, and then they start acting really weird, like wicked gassy. And they say, one of the people says, I'm shaking my booty. And the general says, under emergency five protocols, I'm relieving you of command. And he says, this is, I got to take care of things. And then uh, he unzips, the the prime minister unzips his forehead. And we see some blue light. And Harriet's watching from the closets. And at least we had already known that these three cabinet members or whatever were up to no good. So... Uh, now the general learns the hard way. And then we have the doctor and the doctor that works in this episode, Dr. Sato, uh, I think is the name. Uh, blue light zippers, uh, the one watches. They're looking at this uh, big and he goes, it's not a real, he goes, this is like, the doctor goes, what is this thing? And he goes, it's like a pig, like, but, but like, he goes, it's like a mermaid. Uh, he goes, uh, he goes, this is a regular pig in a space suit. Uh, he goes, someone made, he goes, this is more like an animatronic. Uh, and, uh, the doctor is not happy about this. He's like a humanitarian and a pet, like a animal lover. And the doctor, she says, well, what about the technology? This is like, uh, why would aliens fake make fake aliens? Uh, we don't have the technology. And the doctor says, what? but he's gone. And she looks up, she says, doctor. And then we hear the TARDIS uh, take off. Uh, yeah, he's not happy. Aliens faking aliens. Why? TARDIS out. Rose's mom's still having a party. It man, here's to something that everybody says at the party. Uh, then Mickey shows up. Oh, here's to the Martians. Uh, then Mickey shows up. Uh, he's not happy with Rose or the doctor. Uh, so, uh, he, you know, she, she says, geez, you owe me an apology. Where'd you go? I'm your boyfriend. Uh, you know, obviously this wasn't easy on me. And Rose goes, I didn't think it'd be gone for long. Uh, he goes, he goes, she goes, and then Rose's mom hears him talking about the doctor. And Mickey's like, should I tell your mom where you went? Uh, and he goes, by the way, the doctor's gone. Some boyfriend he turned out to be. And then Rose runs, uh, and then Mickey runs after her. And Rose runs to where the TARDIS was. She goes, I can't believe he left without me. And Mickey goes, he dumped you, Rose, right into space, uh, how does it feel left behind with the rest of us earthlings? And Rose goes, but, and then Jackie says, what are you two going on about? Uh, who's this doctor? And Mickey goes, even most. And Rose goes, but I have the T's, uh, the keys. Uh, and Rose goes, by the way, is that my boyfriend? He's much more important than that. Uh, then the TARDIS returns. Uh, and Rose is like, see, told you so. And she goes, mom, you don't need to see this. Uh, uh, but the TARDIS appears, and, you know, Mom's totally, like, uh, stunned, and Mickey's there. And the doctor goes, yeah, sorry, uh, I had to go look. I couldn't help myself. Uh, uh, let's see. Coming to terms. Uh, 
Oh, yeah. Then, then they go back, and Mom is alone in her room. Uh, uh, wait, let's see. Yeah, trying to come to terms with, you know, like uh, the TARDIS. Oh, and then Mickey like, is like, hey, doctor, man, like, what the heck? You totally messed up my game. Uh, like, uh, everybody thought, like, uh, you know, I was dating Rose. And then he goes, I bet he, he goes, you don't even know who I am, do you? And the doctor goes, you're Ricky. And he goes, no, it's Mickey. And he goes, no, it's Ricky. And he goes, I think I know my name. And the doctor goes, you think? He totally clips his wings. He goes, you think you know your name? And then Jackie, like, looks in the TARDIS and then is totally stunned. Uh, and then she goes, Mickey, cut it out. Uh, and then Rose is trying to fix things with Mom. And then she goes back to the TARDIS. Uh, and the doctor's kind of looking at stuff on his screen. Let's see, where are we? She calls the house. Oh, no, we're not there yet, I don't think. Uh, Mom runs. Rose is back on duty, basically, after Mom runs. She's like, okay, how are we going to fix this situation? And what are they up to? And I think we cut, like, they cut a little part, like, so that we didn't, you know, the, the, she goes, that was a real spaceship. Uh, and then the doctor goes, yeah. And she goes, so, but it's not real. Like, uh, she goes, what are they doing? Are they invading? And Mickey goes, so any way to invade, putting the red world on red alert. And the doctor goes, yeah, you're right. So what are they doing? And then we see Jackie watching the news and trying to figure out what the heck's going on. Uh, and the stress around, uh, like, you know, the, the, the people of London are dealing with, with the alien and not knowing what's happening. And then Jackie dials, so they show this alien. They go, by the way, if you know anything about these aliens, call us. So she calls. So she thinks about it a couple of times, and she calls, and she says, I've seen an alien called the doctor. And then we see, like, an NSA, like, listening thing. The, the doctor's name comes up, and it goes to a red alert. Uh, uh, we also see, like, shots back to the TARDIS. Uh, so the suit guy, uh, Indra, he gets a red alert. Uh, and uh, then we have Doctor and Mickey and Ricky. Uh, I think they also mentioned the TARDIS and stuff when she calls. Uh, but the Mickey and the Doctor, the Mickey, Doctor's like working on the TARDIS, like doing something. And uh, he's still giving Ricky and Mickey a hard time. And he goes, I'm tr he goes, why should I explain it to you, dude? I'm like working on this. Uh, and Mickey goes, she's some friend you've got, Rose. He he goes, well, she's like, he's just giving you a hard time. And then Rose apologizes. Uh, and then, you know, they kind of share a tender moment. Like, didn't you, he's like, you know, didn't you miss me? And she goes, yeah, I did miss you. Uh, and she goes, by the way, are you dating anybody? She goes, okay. Uh, he goes, mainly no one would date me. And she goes, right. Uh, and she, he goes, so you're going to stay here? And then he goes to kiss her. And the doctor's like, oh, I fixed things, uh, by the way. Uh, and Rose runs back to the doctor, and they start watching the TV. And then he goes, look, it. he goes, the spaceship left the Earth, uh, but then it came all the way back. Uh, it did a slingshot. It took off from the Earth uh, and then came back. He goes, so the aliens are here already. What are they up to? And then we see the general, but clearly he's like not the general anymore. He's like uh, in a suit. He goes, how's the suit look on me? It was a bit too much ballast around the middle. Harriet's uh, still watching. 
they go, yeah, we got to figure out this gas exchange uh, thing. And they go, well, it's a human to have gas. Uh, and then uh, we see that the, the human things are disguised like a, like a costume. Yeah, because he puts the costume in the one of the costumes in the suit that Harriet in the closet Harriet's in, and they're like, "Okay, let's get back to work." Uh, but then they go to go out, and Indra, the suit's there. He goes, "We got a priority nine, uh, a confirmed code nine. They're like, "Hmm, code nine, totally. What does that mean again?" Uh, and they go, "Okay, it's emergency protocols. Remember keywords and the doctor. We found the doctor." And he's like, oh, they're like, oh, okay, the doctor, who's that again? And they go, he's an expert in extraterrestrial affairs, the ultimate expert, and we need him. And then we go back, and the doctor's changing TV channels to check the news or something. And Mickey's like, what do you get all the channels on there? Because all the basic packages. Uh, uh, and then uh, there's a report about alien specialties, and the doctor goes, oh, I know that, you, you, unit, unit if, uh, or something, the UN. Inter- t- intelligence on extraterrestrials or something. Mickey's like, by the way, you get a football in there? And the doctor's like, yeah, I get all the games. Uh, and uh, Rose goes, how do you know what that unit is? He goes, Mickey's like, because you worked for him. He goes, I've been looking about this doctor. You can find anything. And the doctor goes, that's nice. Good boy, Ricky. And Rose goes, well, why don't you go tell them who you are? The doctor goes, they wouldn't recognize me. It changed uh, since the old days. Plus, everybody's worried. Uh, he goes, so we can't take the TARDIS. He goes, Ricky, you can drive. Uh, and they go, where to? He goes, well, we'll go have a look at the spaceship. And then they go out of the TARDIS. Uh, uh, but there's, like, uh, helicopters and stuff looking to meet them. But Ricky doesn't get that. So he takes off. Uh, Mom tries to intervene, but she doesn't. Uh, and the doctor and Rose are there, and the doctor says, take me to your leader. And then they get in a limo, and Rose is like, geez, this is posh. I didn't know this was what it'd be like getting busted. He goes, oh, no, we're being escorted. And she goes, where? He goes, it's, it's a 10 Downing Street. And she's like, uh, you got to be kidding me. And she totally cracks up. Uh, and she goes, geez, I guess Mickey was right then. Uh, or maybe the actor says that. He goes, yeah. He goes, uh, I guess they know who I am. And she goes, now they need you? He goes, totally, to the max. Uh, and they pull up at 10 Downing Street. There's all this press there. The doctor waves at him. Also, he says something about knowing Boy, boy George or something. Uh, oh, uh, I guess I thought it was Boy George, but it was Lloyd George, uh, one of the old prime ministers. Uh, and he goes, who's prime minister now? And Ross goes, I don't know. Uh, uh, so he waves at the thing. Uh, then we see Rose's mom alone. Like, so people like are there investigating that she called the alien hotline. And they go, well, maybe your da- daughter could, and this companion could help. Uh, but then we see the main investigator has gas. He goes, let me talk to Mr. Mrs. Tyler on her own. Uh, then we see Harry Jones like sneak out of the closet. Uh, and she's in a room with uh, everybody. All the alien experts are coming in. There's a meeting about to begin. And she goes, she's I'm Harriet Jones, uh, fly down north. Uh, and then Indra, Indra, the suit guy, he goes, okay, everybody, make sure you have your IDs out. You can only go in this room if you have an ID. Doctor, here's your ID. 
He goes, your companion doesn't have clearance. And the actor goes, I don't go anywhere without her. He goes, you can only go in there if you have an ID. Uh, so they go, no, she's not a code nine. Uh, and then Harriet's like, doctor, could I have a word with you? Uh, and interest like, I can't even go in there. So she can't go in and Harry, you definitely can't go in. And she gets interest says, not now we're busy. Can't you go home? And I said, this is like a freaking uh, government official dude. And the doctor goes, are you sure? Rose goes, yeah, I'll just chill out here. And the doctor goes, don't get in any trouble. And then Harry goes, you know what? Uh, uh, she goes, I got to get in there. He goes, you can't, you don't have clearance now. Leave it. Uh, and she goes, well, I'll hang out here with Rose. At least let me be of some use. I thought this was a nice moment uh, too. And she goes, Rose, to walk with me. Just keep walking. And she goes, Harriet Jones, MP, Flydale North. Uh, and let's see. Sits down. Oh, Harriet needs a word. I'll look after her. Just keep walking. Then we're in the big meeting. And the doctor sits down in the back. He does this quick scan reading. Uh, he does this quick scan reading. And uh, then he just starts holding court. He goes... Uh, he gets you ready to, I think, uh, then he holds court, but first we switch back to Harriet and Rose. Uh, here goes this friend of yours. He's an alien expert. And Rose goes, what do you need to know? And then Harriet says, uh, she needs a Rose to give her a hug. Cause she's, uh, seen too much. Uh, and it's like, uh, emotionally bubbling up for her. And so Rose takes her in her arms and says, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Uh, then the meeting starts and the doctor starts holding court. Then he goes, all right. He goes, three days ago, he goes, uh, he goes, you missed it. But he goes, a satellite detected a little blip of radiation, a hundred fathoms down below the sea. And you're about to look into that. And that's when the pig spaceship came. Is that a diversion or what? And then we see Harriet showing Rose everything, uh, uh, like, uh, everything that she's seen and she's upset. Uh, and then they find the prime minister who's, who has ended up visiting the big farm. Uh, then Indra comes in the mansplainer and he says, that's the prime minister. He said, yeah, do, do I need to mansplain that to you? He went to the big farm and all this trouble I've been trying to tell you about. Then we go into the Downing Street where the doctor's a little too witty. He goes, huh, if aliens fake an alien crash with an alien pilot, what do they get? Uh, he goes, oh, wait a second. They get us. Uh, it's not a diversion. It's a TRAP. And then the uh, one of the cat, like one of the aliens in a human suit, basically, she walks in. She goes, have you three been being naughty? Then we see Jackie, uh, Rose's mom, with the cop, who's like, uh, have you been, you know, he's like, uh, he's like, let me show you the blue light, uh, like, and, and, like, that this is just a suit. Uh, and then uh, we see, like, uh, uh, Indra can't believe things, and uh, uh, the woman who's in an alien suit, she goes, oh, let me show you something. And she goes, I'm going to unzip my forehead. Uh, then back at a meeting, the doctor goes, oh, wait, he goes, this is a trick for us, everyone here in the room, all the alien experts in the world. Uh, and then we see that the uh, general 
and the prime minister are, have gas. Uh, and the doctor goes, can you not have gas while I'm saving the world? And then they go, but, but dude, we've tricked you. Uh, and they start to unzip their foreheads. Uh, so we have this alien reveal that, oh, we're all in the, and they look pretty friendly. So they looked like kind of, uh, uh, stay puff marshmallow people. Uh, but Jackie's in the kitchen, so she has a little distance between her police alien. Then the doctor and all everyone in that room is kind of busted. And then uh, Rose, uh, uh, Harriet, and Indra are kind of uh, cornered a little bit. And then that the, the, the episode comes to a close. You see, geez, what's going to happen next week? I tell you what, it's going to be perfectly okay uh, next week. Uh, I did want to look up a couple of things that came on this episode from Wikipedia. A cottage hospital, which I was unfamiliar with, I kind of guessed, but uh, is it was a small. The original concept was a small rural building having several beds. The advantages of such a hospital in a village where the provision of care. Uh, could avoid long journeys uh, to county or voluntary hospitals. Uh, uh, facilities could, you know, deal with the emergencies or the local physician might be there and familiar with the local people. Uh, uh, you know, if they got referred to someone in the county uh, or if they did, weren't rich. Uh, some of these buildings uh, continue to be known as cottage hospitals until recent times. Uh, in particular, so several are still recognizable within the infrastructure of the NHS, uh, Grand Pain, uh, Dumfries and Galloway in Scotland, Norfolk and uh, Suffolk in England. Uh, the Alderberg Cottage Hospital is still working as a traditional cottage hospital, uh, but the term community hospital has been applied uh, more recently. Uh, let's see, following King Henry VIII's uh, dissolution of the monasteries, uh, only a few hospitals remained in use. Uh, St. Thomas's, St. Bartholomew's, and Bethlehem Hospital. So from the mid-16th century until the voluntary hospital movement had part of the 18th century, there was a dearth of hospital care in the U.K. The first hospital created to provide free care through the philanthropic action of doctors and surgeons uh, for the ill was uh, poor was uh, the French hospital in Finsbury, London. Uh, the movement developed with the opening of the Westminster Hospital near St. James Park, uh, followed by the commissioning of St. George's Hospital at Hyde Park. Uh, and over the next 50 years, voluntary hospitals were built across the UK, uh, with one of the largest opening in Edinburgh in 1729. Uh, funding was problematic in the early years, uh, like as they competed with government, county, and local funding. Uh, the county hospitals received enormous uh, public charity support, uh, and then there was dispensaries. Uh, so, uh, yeah, a little bit about it. so just a uh, yeah, a small local uh, place for care. And Harriet Jones was a, a member of parliament for Flydale North, uh, which it looks like is fictional because it's on the Wikipedia fandom. It's the only place I found something, which was a parliamentary constituency in the uh, United Kingdom on Earth. Uh, Harriet Jones was the MP for Flydale North. Uh, and during her term as prime minister, huh, that'll be interesting. I guess she's going to be prime minister. Uh, 
and her many introductions afterwards, she kept introducing herself as an MP for Flydale North. And then two, one phrase and one word that came up that were interesting was middling, M-I-D-D-L-I-N-G, which can mean it's not bad, uh, but moderate in aver- or average in size, amount, or rank, uh, or, you know, bulk goods of a medium grade or fairly or moderately as an adverb. Uh, that's middling. And then off on a wander is something maybe you could work into your vocabulary. I mean, I guess wandering off is different. Like wandering off is kind of seems like unintentional. And I guess you like, can you be off? Yeah, I guess instead of saying I'm going hiking, I'm going off on a wander. Instead of saying I'm going for a walk, uh, taking the dog off on a wander, be home in 30-ish. Uh, not sure exactly what, you know, because we're going off on a wander. If somebody says, get, get some milk, you say, yeah, like, I'm going to go off on a wander. I'll try to get it on the way back. Uh, or maybe go off on a wander uh, through your dreams. Uh, but thanks uh, so much for listening. And uh, good night.